I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I believe in miracles, everyone. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Oh, we've got ourselves a saucy final day in the Prem and Forrest are in the final. It's Wednesday, 18th of May. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Luke Moore. Hello, everybody. Good to have you on this wonderful Wednesday. Two big games last night. Uh, there were more, but we're focusing on those two big games in the first half. I've already let the cat out of the bag in that intro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what the intro's for, isn't it? I mm. guess. It would be <laughs> It yeah. would be odd to say, oh, we're going to talk about this, and then not talk about or it. Or go, not sure what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll make it up as we go along. Well, that's partly true, isn't it? Yeah, uh, true. <laughs> well, it is football time, everybody. Uh, we're going to start with Southampton 1, Liverpool 2, Jim Campbell, what a final day we've got. It's the final day that Jack Grealish wanted. Yes, absolutely. When and he said he was buzzing for the final day because it's going to be like a cup final. And him, much like myself and many others, forgot about the Southampton game. Yeah. <laughs> well, that as well. Yeah. I think well, they, they assumed that Liverpool would beat Southampton, right? Yeah. Which is a bit cheeky, but obviously ultimately proved well, to be. Have you seen Southampton yes, play? Quite. Yeah. It's, it's disrespectful to Southampton and they, well, and they did give uh, a bit of a game for it. I, I, I love the fact that Nathan Redmond uh, scored the first oh, goal. Mate. Slight deflection, but great goal. But I just, he clearly thought to himself, right, I, I, I don't want Pep calling no, This me. is what Pep was talking about all along. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Pep, chess. when that went in, Pep's wife yeah. has looked over. Where's he gone? He's going to get a drink or something. Uh-huh. He's in the he's in the car, back in the driveway. I'm going there. <laughs> yeah. I'm going there now. I'll, I'll listen to the rest on the radio. I'll be back in a bit. <laughs> oh, get me to Redmond. Oh, dear. Agent Redmond in the field. He should sign him, shouldn't he? Just for the lols. Just lulls. do it. Yeah. Just do Get it. Get him in there just for a yeah. season. Is that disrespectful to a, a, a really storied and hard-working pro, Nathan Redmond? No, I'm saying he should play for Man City. A manager should sign him for the lols. <laughs> yeah. Is that what he's worked hard for? I, I'm suggesting that he may not you start know? in that team, but he'll pick up a League Cup winner's medal probably next season, won't he? Oh, what, what a tempting offer. <laughs> well, actually, it's a major trophy. Well, you know me, I'd be away from Southampton as soon as possible. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, was never, it never felt like... And I know people aren't going to take this seriously because I, I always slag off Southampton. Fair enough. Which you've done twice already. Yeah, I, I'm about to do it a third time. <laughs> I don't care if people don't listen to me on this. It is my firm opinion mm. that when, even when Southampton scored that goal, yeah. none of the players themselves thought they were going to get anything out of it. Right. Regardless. They're playing Liverpool, to be fair. Yes, they are playing Liverpool, Mark. Mm. So I understand who they were playing and what the, what the game entailed. But I'm I'm saying that like, there was no there was no West Ham versus Man City jeopardy about it. No, where you thought, hang on a minute, this mm. could be something, which of course it was. I thought, you know, I, I, it sunk into me, and I thought to myself, what does Southampton actually exist for as a club? Outrageous. And what it was, it, aren't what, they really more of a hockey club? They, well, they were. They were back in the day. You suggest I'm disrespectful that Nathan Redmond would go to Man City for the loss. So now you said, what are they? What is the point of this club's existence? But the two things then they're, they're basically the two points to Southampton's existence yeah. are 
regularly chatting about. I mean, you've got to take my word for it. You can look at all the all the all the report on it. We're going to take your word for it. Regular mate. regular chat go about on. when Ralph Hasenhut was going to go to a bigger club mm. and how good James Ward Prowse is at free kicks. That's it. Oh, That's the in, only conversation he, he ever in, has about. He was it. in the shortlist, and and lest we forget, Gareth Bale played there when he was very young. Look what he went on to do. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, there's a third one, which is players they used to have that were good. I mean, it's not exactly a great ring endorsement, is it? A lot of them went to play for Klopp at Liverpool. It's the most boring team. It's like well, forty points, nothing's happening. It's completely off the radar no one cares even mm. when they score no one thinks they're going to get anything out of the game what's the point how have you turned it into this I'm there's talking a, about there's a lot to be said for stability top. right there's a lot to be said for stability and Southampton have provided a good model of how you do that in Indeed. an era where there are clubs with a lot more resources available to them mm. to provide some balance <laughs> but Luke you were saying <laughs> <laughs> if you're allowing you <laughs> well, I think this ain't it, the fucking BBC mate I think it is important especially if we just take it a look on, on that beautiful south coast of England you know Southampton have provided a bit of stability. Brighton are doing it as well. Okay, hopefully others will follow. Yeah, if you're looking for stability, I wouldn't look at the team I support, mate. <laughs> but uh, it, uh, but, but yeah. even even Finn and the producer Finn in the running order put in the running order. This was a pretty unsurprising comeback. Well, no, but, it, but I mean, but Liverpool, playing Liverpool, one of the great teams that we've seen in the Premier League. So, yeah, you know, I, I think that you've been. I think I think Southampton made them work for it. It was it was on paper. It's a slender win. It wasn't as if Liverpool was sort of battering down the door, but they were they were good value. I mean, the goal from Matt. It was. I suppose you could call it slightly fortuitous, maybe. Yeah, I've seen people say this. I I don't know. I thought it was an imperious finish. Maybe I'm pu- maybe I'm projecting too much onto it, but yeah. it just it's one of those brilliant goals that makes football look really easy when you mm. know it's not. It's just like, oh yeah, I'll just nod that in there. Uh, there yeah. we go. Yeah, yeah I'll, 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 I'm I'll not go sure. And also, I'm not sure. I mean, Liverpool had 24 shots to Southampton's four, mm. and 71 percent. Which shows you how accurate Southampton. <laughs> But uh, Liverpool, they did make changes. Uh, they had a midfield three of Curtis Jones, James Milner and Harvey Elliott. And, yeah. How uh, good is it having Milner to come in, by yeah. the way? That's lovely. It's Mil- Milner, like Jim said earlier, I hope you don't mind me seeing your line, Jimmy. He said it was like the PE teacher joined the football team. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I'll take care of this. Don't worry about yeah. it. Well, here's a bit of context. I think it was... Um, oh, sorry, I forget his name, uh, who said on Twitter after the FA Cup final that um, James Milner has played in the same team in the FA Cup not the final but in the FA Cup with Lucas Radaby and Lucas Radaby's like in his 50s now that's mad isn't it it's absolutely <laughs> it's crazy. That's phenomenal crazy. career he's had is he 37 36 36 yeah. same, same age as Wayne Rooney, Rooney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you wouldn't believe that though would you yeah. but more on him later but yes yeah. in that midfield with two youngsters Curtis Jones and Harvey Elliott who of course brilliant young players it's great to see Harvey Elliott uh, in there as, as, as well but to have Milner in there to just to shepherd them go don't worry lads you you you're in trouble. Just give the ball to me. Just yeah. so versatile as well. Like he played in the centre of midfield. Like mm. we we didn't even re- used to think about him as a centre midfielder at all. Like a number of years ago, he's essentially just figured out the game, isn't he? At this yeah. point, and he's yeah. and he's got the yeah. his body and his mind can keep up with with, with each other. He could do a job. It's, in a, goal. it's a really really <laughs> rare thing that a player can keep those standards up for so long and just keep that sharp. In this he team, play that much as well, and obviously that's yeah. when you really lose mm. the sharpness. Not with Milner. Well, that's it. Absolute could, phenomenon. It took, yeah, because some people, some players say that, don't they? If you're not playing regularly if you're on the bench you're not getting the minutes yeah. I don't understand you do the training and so on but it's not the same as being in the match but now, I think when you're that experienced I think you could probably get well, probably, and also the that level age, was unbelievable yeah true and that age maybe he does need the odd little respite although Milner is, is an absolute machine so perhaps not but but you, you're right even though he's not starting every game sort of far from it he's still coming into this team yeah. this team yeah. who are going for a quadruple let's but does that forget. make it easier for him though because he's got so many good players around him well, but to have the, the 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 desire and the hunger to still want to be doing uh, uh, that, I think it's yeah. incredibly impressive. Um, but of uh, the the squad players that uh, the, the Klopp has at his disposal, he said it's like having Ferraris in the garage. Mm. 
I do quite like that. And it was nice to see Divock Origi. When he came in, I thought, well, he's yeah. the winning goal. Best finisher yeah. at the club, by all yeah. accounts. He well, says that all the time. Milner's one of those vintage Ferraris as well. You see driving yeah. down the Amalfi Coast. Oh, big, t- oh big time. Yeah. Big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely right. Uh, yes. Liverpool, um, they take it into the last day, of course, uh, against Manchester City. I mean, Liverpool trailed Manchester City by 14 points back in mid-January. They've won 15 and drawn two of the last 17 league games, Mm. which is incredibly impressive. Now, how about this then, Jim? If Liverpool draw 5-5 with Wolves on the final day and Man City lose 6-0 to Villa, then it will be decided by a playoff. Just because I think sometimes we're unaware of this. It's definitely a worth of discussion, that. Yeah. I, how good would it be to see a playoff for the league? It'd be re- it well, be... first of all, it'd be really good to see Aston Villa beat Man City 6 0. Yeah, it's yeah. unlikely to happen this season, I admit. They, they beat, beat Liverpool 7 2. <laughs> Which... All it takes is like three sendings off. <laughs> so it's each one giving away a penalty. Can, can you, yeah, could you imagine if Liverpool draw 5 all with Wolves and then Villa only win 5 0? We'd be like, ah! <laughs> I know. <laughs> it could have been the greatest thing ever. People go, go for a sick. Why? Yeah. <laughs> We're knackered. We've got nothing to play for. Yeah. They've shut up shop. Yeah. Um, but it's it, 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 it's it's a mouthwatering one. But there's so much going on the final day. You've got the yeah. title. You've got the relegation. You've got the um, the Champions League, of course. Sort of. A sort of. Uh, and uh, Europa League spot, I think. You know, the, 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 it's all to play for. Yeah. In all good. the various uh, bits and pieces. Which it, means it's, it's going to be one of those brilliant match of the days where it's all just one big blob of football and yeah. they do it in like... <laughs> chronological order I'll tell you what's like incredible in that stat about the 14 point turnaround mm. it's just that um, Liverpool found themselves that far behind having not really done much wrong mm. you know, it's, it's like it's not like you, if you look at the, the look at the results for the season for Liverpool mm-hmm. and you're looking oh, they were, what they were 14 points off it and you look oh, well, they must have dropped so many points they didn't really yeah. it was just that Man City were so much better mm-hmm. but Liverpool looked like they've t- almost like the same way a marathon runner would taper their training and time it perfectly. Yeah. I mean, we'll find out on the final day whether they have timed it perfectly or not. I suspect they probably will come up just short. But the fact that they've come into their stride at such an important second half part of the season, which has obviously helped them win the League Cup, helped them win the FA Cup and helped them get to the Champions League final. He's tailored their season so well. I sometimes yeah. think like Klopp gets a lot of credit and rightly so. But he, him and his team, his management team, don't get enough credit for the way they time mm-hmm. They've timed Liverpool season. Well, they've, they've done this with this midfield selection, haven't they? With, with Harvey Elliott and Curtis Jones starting now yeah. at such a crucial point. Yeah. And obviously, you can trust those players. And obviously, he's got those players. What an amazing display of trust for them, you know? What yeah, I mean? absolutely. Yeah. And it's, they're going to—they you know, need everyone to be as fresh as possible for the running they've got coming up because that you know that Champions League final. You almost forget about it because you yeah. need to get the league. When you say the running, you just mean specifically yeah, the final. two games. <laughs> yeah, but it feels that way, doesn't no, it? But you're right. But it's, well, it's the most important. Emotion. and It's the most mentally taxing. <laughs> well, they be, exactly emotionally. Certainly, um, but it, but but if you look at the two managers of the of the teams in question here, Liverpool and Man City, the way they managed to keep everybody interested as well. We talked about this actually, England mm. level with Gareth Southgate in, in, in the context of say Conor Cody, who said mm. he didn't kick a ball at the Euros, but it was best summer of his life. Yeah. Thing. And 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 what uh, Guardiola uh, and Klopp managed to do to keep everybody interested, to keep those who are. Um, a bit older, like the Milners of, of the squad and so on, to keep them still wanting to play and the younger players who don't want to then move away. I know Man City have had one or two in the past, but say take Phil Foden, you know, we always used to say, well, come on, Pep, you say he's the greatest player since sliced bread. Well, are you, are you going to put him in there? But he took his time, took his time, and now we're seeing that. I mean, look at Jack Grealish as well. Jack Grealish was the main man at Aston Villa's coming at Man City, but obviously buys in to what's going on. Now, Grealish has had a few more minutes recently, got his goal against uh, West Ham. But it's, it is phenomenal seeing that these two <clears> coaches 
battling it out right now. It's it, it is you know we talk about the great duels in in, in recent years of, of of you know Messi and Ronaldo. It's not yeah. quite the same if you see what I mean. But you know when you talk about these two, isn't it wonderful to see? It? And and it is with Klopp and Guardiola seeing those two go head to head. Um, in in the Premier League, we're living for a golden time. We are, mm-hmm. and you know it was always harsh on Phil Foden that pressure on him because sliced bread was a hell of a player. My you goodness, yeah. yeah, what a player he was back in the day. <laughs> I yeah. mixed my metaphors. <laughs> I enjoyed it, I and, liked uh, it. and I did it on purpose. Dad, <laughs> uh, dearie me, right, gentlemen, we move uh, to the Championship playoffs. Nottingham Forest one, Sheffield United two, three three in aggregate. We needed penalties. My goodness, we got them. Forest were triumphant three two. Uh, after their worst start to a league campaign in over a century, Nottingham. Forest are one game away from ending their 23-year absence from the Premier League. Mine and Jim's choice for promotion. Yes, yes. yes. Well, because your second choice uh, failed, of course, Luton. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, first versus third for me and Jim. That's right, that's yeah. right. Uh, uh, Brees Samba was mm. the hero. He made some stunning saves. Yeah, he's such a big game. presence. Oh my goodness! He was just loving the. He was just really enjoying the penalty shootout. He really was. He was. Did you see a fan? uh, There was somebody took a picture and put it on Twitter of his His water water bottle with all the 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 old Tim Krull special. Yeah, he said because they said, "Oh, how did you? How did they not see this?" And he said he hid it in his towel before every. uh, Yeah, I think most goalkeepers do that, don't they? In these situations. Yeah, well, some, some. I think was it Jens Lehmann against Argentina in two thousand and six. When they had a penalty shooter, whereas I think Lehman forgot his notes. It was a blank piece of paper, and it was it? a blank piece of paper just to get in their heads. Yeah, you see, you see. Um, but he was he was just imperious, wasn't he? I mean, obviously Sheffield United scored two goals uh, after going one nil down. So, so the, the Blades showed a bit of uh, I th- something. I think, I think they showed a lot. I, I, think, yeah. I think you know, you take the whole tie across the two legs. I mean, Forrest should have been absolutely out of sight, yeah. and, and Forrest fans the ones I know are of that disposition where it's like, oh, typical Forest will find some way to mess mm. this up. And they were queuing up to score goals in that first leg, particularly in the second half, and they didn't get enough of them. They should have been about 4-5-1 up, mm. yeah. and it should have been over. They've got some really, really strong players in there. Sam Surridge and Brennan Johnson in particular really, really stand out. And it, they were terrorising that Sheffield United defence in the first game. But yeah. it's it's interesting how much this this team tends to be the pattern, doesn't it? And so, mm. so often in playoff games, there's, there's very little to separate the teams. And also... It swings it, a lot as well. Yeah, exactly. The two, reason I, two one victories for the away side in both. It's, yeah, and the reason that's a massive effort from Sheffield United, and I think they deserve mm. more credit than 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 saying showing a bit, is because the only other team to win at um, Forest this year is Liverpool. Mm. You know, right. so they'd actually win the game on the night. Yeah, you put it like and that. show a lot of character because they went a goal down, obviously in the tie as well mm-hmm. uh, in the, in the second leg. It was um, and a partisan home support. And it's, yeah, I mean, if if we've seen Huddersfield recently in in the Premier League, and it would be huge for them, of course, if they were to go up. But Forest are the type of side. Now I know you could say this about Leeds and Leeds, of uh, uh, you know they've got a, um, a a struggle on their hands, obviously to stay in, in in the Premier League at the moment. But Forest are the type of side who, in theory, they're from uh, you know a, a big city with a lot going on. You know, stadium which is which is a decent sized stadium. They've got the history. They've got all the makings to go up and stay up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and I know financially it's been a, a bit of a shite show in, in sort of recent years there. But it's the kind of thing, you know, if you, I, I hate to do this kind of talk, but if you're a, some sort of, you know, you, you investor or whatever and so on, that's a project there, yeah. you know, because it, it's, it's it, I, they've got all the, they've got all the ingredients, yeah. they've got all the structure there. It, it's diff, it's very different circumstances because of the situation. Um, I'm going to compare them to Wolves, essentially. Mm. Uh, Wolves had, you know, the big investment and, and sure. a real sort of, 
proper plan going up. But they are a club of that sort of mm-hmm. stature. You know what I mean? Where you think, yeah. if, as you say, if they could get back up, they could cement themselves there, stay there. But I would it say Forest like even bigger now. than Wolves in, in, in oh, some regards, Forest, historically. So oh, yeah, I think Forest, although Wolves have got a great history as well. Yeah, I think Forest one of the, obviously one of the biggest clubs in the country. Sheffield United are a big team as well. I mean, it's a mm-hmm. it's a huge. I mean, it's one of those kind of games last night where if you're you know, from continental Europe and you're looking at that and going, that's a second tier game yeah. and that's got yeah. that many fans. Well, the there. championship is one it's, of the biggest it's leagues. the fifth biggest in the... Fifth or sixth, yeah. In, in Europe, attendance like might be higher than Serie A, I think. Right. Yeah, it certainly has been yeah, at times. Yeah, I mean, but, it, but you're right, Luke. It was... It, and, and at full time, I mean, absolutely extraordinary things. Everybody running on the pitch. Sadly, some idiots uh, seem to have barged and headbutted um, Billy Sharp um, in, in, during the pitch invasion. The man has been arrested, which is which was a great shame. But but other than that, of course, from what we saw, it was just great jubilation. Yeah, I, I kind of get a bit... I, I don't really like this new trend. Well, think, it's been a while running on the pitch and I, so on. Yeah, I know, but I think You're it's saying become, people should be respectful and stay in the stands. Well, I think it's been something that now seems to be like the thing that you have to do. Yeah, mm. and it's it like start, throwing your pint glass in the exactly. air when England a, score a goal on a like massive a scale. It's a performative thing yes, now, rather absolutely. than an instinctive thing. Yeah, I know. And I think, mean. unfortunately, you are going to get those kind of things happening, and it's absolutely disgraceful what happened to Billy Sharp. Mm. Uh, and you know, it's, I don't think in that kind of situation... I don't think a life ban from football is enough. Like He's committed a criminal offence. He's assaulted someone, mm. uh, ultimately. Um, and so, yeah, we hope we hope that he gets everything that he's got coming to him. But, but Max, I wanted to spare a, a word or two for Steve Cooper, actually. Yeah, Because, I mean, you mentioned that, you know, they've he, when he took over, they had the worst league start, start to a league campaign for, for 100 years or whatever. The career he's having as a manager, I think is so underreported, mm. chiefly because I suppose... You know, Swansea, with the greatest respect to them, it was obviously in the championship as well. They're, they are an unfashionable team. And, um, you know, for him to take them right to the very cusp of the Premier League again and, and, and not quite do it. In the interest um, of balance, some people might say that Swansea aren't an unfashionable side, considering some of the football they've played. OK, yeah. OK. So, I mean, what I mean by that, let me clarify that. So, what I mean is that they're not a glamorous club. You know, people don't go, oh... Can't wait to see what Swansea's result is this week. This week, you know, I'm not saying I'm not ascribing no, okay. any value to it. I, 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 I think they play some great football in the I, Premier League. I, I and take your point, and, and and all that good stuff. And they, they've obviously, you know, had had some success in recent years. But the point being that then he goes to Forest. This is all all off the back of winning the Under 17 World Cup for England, yeah. by the way. You know, and he goes to Forest in the summer of last year. Mm-hmm. And no, sorry, he leaves Swansea in June of 21 yeah. and goes to um, Forest in September of 21. And now they're one game away from the Premier League. Mm-hmm. It's a fascinating story. His his methods are clearly so effective. Yeah. He's managed to really instill a kind of a proper ethic into that team, mm. into that club. And I was reading earlier that he's kind of tapped into the, the history of Forest, the stuff you guys mentioned earlier, how Absolutely. big a club they are, what that means to the to the town, and and he's really been very good at that. And and clearly, it will be a huge shame with the greatest respect to Huddersfield Town fans it would be a huge shame if he, if he fell at the final hurdle mm-hmm. for the second time because I think the time before they got to the semi-final yeah. of the playoffs but I really think he is someone that has an awful lot riding on this playoff final for him personally now he'll probably want to put the team first and say look it's all about the team not about me but his career this is a massive sliding doors moment yeah, if he gets them up into the Premier League and dare I say does a Brentford like a Thomas Frank with mm. Brentford kind of thing as a, as a kind of young British coach he, you know, the world's his oyster, really. Well, we because he's say, had no, he's had no, nothing yeah. but success. So Despite far. appearances, he's only forty-two. Like, he, he doesn't look mm. great. No, but they, you know, nor do I. No, you know. So what, who, who am I to say? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and uh, well, I mean, if future Wales manager at this rate, you know, I think he, could, I think if they, 
if they needed well, a new manager, he would be at the very front of the queue already <laughs> yeah. for, for that job. Indeed, indeed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Marvellous. Okay, well, Nottingham Forest will play Huddersfield, of course, on, on the 29th of May. I think that's the day after the Champions League final. There you go, the main event. I'd say. They've had, yeah. um, Huddersfield have had a great season as well, by the way. I know I keep saying it. No, you, 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 you've been very fair. That manager there has done a brilliant job there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, poor Sheffield United though, Jim, they failed to progress from the playoffs in all nine attempts. Oh. And here's another stat for you. In 45 appearances in the playoffs, red and white striped shirted teams have lost 19 finals and been knocked out the semis 22 times. Mm. And how many finals have they won though? Oh, so 19... Not, yeah. Okay, I can't bother to do the math. No, no, no. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. There are a lot of red and white shirts. Yeah. This is what we're learning here, really, yeah. isn't it? That Atletico Madrid don't play in the playoffs, mate. No, but... <laughs> You've got fine. your edge, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. yeah, all right. You've yeah. done me up like a... <laughs> Athletic Bill Bowder yeah. playing the playoffs, Jim, didn't yeah. yeah. You've done me up like a duck's back. Yeah. <laughs> right, whatever it was, was you would say. <laughs> Listen, Jim, think about it next time you open your mouth, yeah? Because yeah. Marcus will fucking burn you, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sick burn. There we are, everybody. Two Jims with one stone there. <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash ramble. Yeah, and, I'm, and I know we're not experts, uh, you know, we're not doctors, we're not scientists, um, but... Welcome back to the Football <laughs> Ramble, everybody, the podcast that stays in its lane. Yeah. Uh, right, it's Wednesday, it's time for Pep Talks. We are so, so happy. 
We're so happy. We are so happy. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy for that. We are so happy. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Sit down! Nobody talk! Sit down! Wait! Drink wine and relax! I say the podcast that stays in its lane. It's now time for us to give people life advice. Yeah. <laughs> I actually sat through the whole Matatissier live stream, by the way. Yeah. And my wife stopped me. <laughs> Why? Were you, was your opinion, were she, your opinion uh, changing? She came in and said, you still listen to that? I said, yeah, she should turn it off. It's making you stupider. So like, okay, fine. And then she made me delete Getter. Yeah. This is, uh, the, it's I, I, excellent. I had a bit of a funny old time with it, because I don't know if you guys saw, I downloaded Getter just to watch well, it. David. No, no, he's not involved. He's not involved. For legal reasons, I'll make it absolutely clear, he's not involved. Uh, and uh, and I downloaded it just to watch the thing, Matt Letizia and Ricky Lambert, who, by the way, is, whatever you think about Matt Letizia and his recent shenanigans, Ricky Lambert is worse. Make it absolutely clear. That's such a shame. He was saying yeah. some stuff that Matt Letizia was having to row back from, right? So that tells you everything you need to know, mm. right? I tweeted saying I've, I'm, I'm watching this. Mm. I've I got I got accidentally taken into their cabal. Letizia I was retweeting yeah, me. I know. Yeah. I had to stop it. You've got to be careful. I had to nip it in the bud and then Letizia blocked me. Anyway. Silence of the Lambert. That's, um, that's a trophy for you, isn't it? Letizia blocking you. Oh, if he had known... If he and had, you've not even had a dig at him, really. No. Ah. I did have a dig at him after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I said that, you know... Right. You know anyway. Like, anyway, yeah. Pep Talks. Luke Pep Paul. Talks, yeah. So we've got an email here from uh, Matt LT who says that um, I was on an app the other day and, uh, no, anyway, no, uh, I got an email here from Andy. He says, uh, Andy, so Andy's the guy to give our listeners a kind of a bit of a re-up. Yeah. Andy was the guy who was in touch a few months back. Um, I don't expect you guys to remember, but I'll, I'll remind you now. Uh, he was asking for advice to help stop his son repeating swear words at school mm. that he had been hearing at Stockport County Games. Uh, example given, uh, I think it was your shit, ah, uh, um, every time his teacher walked into class. Yeah, right? he, can't, he can't be doing Not it. helpful, no. not helpful. <laughs> And he's only four as well. How am I joking? <laughs> I don't know how old he is. Uh, so, so anyway, that's the pre- that's the kind of premise. Andy says has got back in touch, and he says you may remember my son got in trouble at school uh, for swearing at the football. Despite Andy Brassel saying he wouldn't learn anything, and Vish uh, telling him swearing is fine anyway. Mm, mm. Uh, cheers for that, Vish. Well done. He's very reckless, is Vish? He, he is, mm. yeah. With uh, the, the youth of the country, he yeah. is. Uh, on Sunday at the last game of the season. We met his teacher at Edgeley Park, of oh. course, where Stockwell County play, on the pitch after full time, singing, fuck you, Wrexham, we've gone and won the league, <laughs> along with thousands of others. I thought you'd be pleased to know that despite your best efforts, he's now off the hook. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. That's what you've got to do. You've I got don't agree just... with people voting the pitch, but that's a good email. That's mm. right. That's right. Good update. So now the pop, you can have the pep talk now, Jim, because yes. that's, that's the kind of preamble. Anonymous have been in touch again. Um, <laughs> Worrying. Yeah. <laughs> Always watching. Be in firing line. They are legion. Um, I was filming... Expect us. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do next week? I'd uh, probably email, probably email the football the football football. Yeah. <laughs> Your aim seems to have got a lot smaller. Yeah. Yeah, we're just a bit older, a bit more chill, yeah. a bit more realistic. Yeah. <laughs> They'll read it out. No one else will. There's nothing going on in the world at the moment. <laughs> so they say, I was filming a wedding on the weekend and as the FA Cup headed into penalties, a crowd gathered around a phone to watch. As the crowd involved cheers and joy, I decided to film a little of this. Little did I know, the happy couple decided to cut the cake at the same time. How do I get around the fact that there may not be any shots of the cake being cut? Well, he, oh. said, he says there may not, when there won't be. Yeah, no, absolutely. You, yeah. you didn't You'd film know. the cutting of the cake. You were filming <laughs> you know other this. people. You're in denial, rush. Anonymous. I the rushes yet, but I was the only camera person yeah. and I definitely didn't film well, this. He, so needs to find, he needs to find it if someone else filmed it on a camera phone. Just splice it in. Got to lie. You've mm. got to lie and say there was a technological gremlin 
Some sort of yeah, Jim. You've got to lie. Yes, you Boris, do. Boris, fish again. I'm not going to. Do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How dare you? How dare you say what you nearly said? Boris Becker. Yeah. I think you'll find. Um, well, he's a shit. It's not well, been a good that. year for Boris's, has it? Has to be honest. Is it ever a good year for Boris's? Yeltsin. Is it ever yeah. a good year for Boris's? <laughs> yeah. That's... Um, what I would say is that um, really anonymous here mm. have. I'm not going to keep that up. I can't be bothered. The, the anonymous emailer <laughs> has has basically only got itself to blame. Really, you, you do really need to be on it. If you've been asked to take responsibility mm. and that kind of stuff. But what I would say is this: we've got a lot of talented video editors here. Yeah. So if you want to send it in for a sizable fee plus VAT, mm. we'll see what we can do with it. What we recreate the whole thing? No, send all the video footage in, like you said, of all the people filming, and we'll see if we can splice it together for you. Yeah, but no, but he's then got to get hold of other people. So why would the photographer go? Hey, oh, you, you're um, you're the the brother of the yeah. yeah. If you um, didn't want to do this, you should have filmed them cutting the cake. Exactly, it's as simple as that. And the thing is, you're saying, oh, he's, he's the first thing he's thought to do is email us. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's so, in he's in a lot of trouble. Big time. Yeah, keep us updated. <laughs> um, Let us know how much of your fee they withheld, <laughs> because I'll be withholding all of it. Yeah, I think the cutting the cake thing's a weird one at the wedding because to me it comes normally. I know what you mean. It normally comes later in the affair, mm-hmm. later in the kind of event. Yeah, and sometimes it's, it's a bit like the first dance. If you if you if you, you if you're not a big player in the wedding, so you're not an usher or a best man, or whatever, whatever it is. And you're at the back, but the bar, and you kind of have a look over and say, Oh, yeah, they're doing the first dance. That's nice. What song is it? Oh, good. And then you get on with your life. Mm. It's a bit like the cutting, cutting the, the cake. cake. I think is even more sort of incidental, really. Incidental it's not a big part of it, is no, it? No, it's like, oh, they're cutting the cake. All right, well, let me know when they have, and I'll have a piece. Yeah, well, I'll definitely have a piece. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'll probably grab another bit and keep it in a napkin when I leave. Yeah, in fact, why are you even cutting it? Just give me it. Here. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to cut it? Mind the teeth, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Food fight! That's the yeah. way to do it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, I think we've answered Anonymous. Is, uh, yeah, you know, in a way, I think yeah. we've done more well, suggestions. You're going to withhold your name. We're going to withhold our advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely lie. You're on your own. <laughs> uh, just be better for the future. Yeah. Uh, if you've got any questions for us, however uh, ridiculous, send them in, and we will get to them every Wednesday. Show at footballramble.com or tweet us at footballramble. Talking about ridiculous gentlemen, let's have a Wagatha Christie update. Mm. Many of you will have been uh, watching this, of course. It is um, the, Scouse trap. the trial of the century. <laughs> the trial of the century between Wayne Rooney's wife, uh, Colleen Rooney, and Jamie Vardy's uh, uh, wife, Rebecca Vardy. Yeah. If, you, if you're not over this, then what on earth have you been doing? What is the news for? Yeah. If, you've if you're in a been... country that may not have this in the news cycle, check it out. As a general rule, you should be as excited about this mm. As Wayne, much as Wayne really doesn't want to be there. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a lot. Yeah. He's, He's spent lot. most of the trial holding a bag. <laughs> the massive tie. Oh, that yeah. tie. I thought that was photoshopped. It was that, ridiculous. Yeah. What's he doing? Well, I like Wazza. I, we all like Wazza. Yeah. I think he's, uh, yeah, I just think he's turned up and he's provided a bit of stability. In the so, to, so to the latest one today is all about the, the alleged meeting between Wayne and Jamie, right? Yes. Oh, it's brilliant. It's, uh, I was like, because there has been some, some, sort of globules of information that have come through, which have, have been quite amusing, to yeah. say the least, quite damning on British society, really, in general. Yeah. Uh, the legal the system. state of things. Of which you are a part. Uh, of which I am... A big part, I am way. battling against this in, in my own way. Yeah. We heard about um, Peter Andre got a very, very unfortunate mention. Yeah. Poor fellow. Short shrift. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> very... I was watching him on the Top of the Pops we... 1996 yeah. the other day. Yeah. He seemed like a nice fellow. Emphasis on the word short there, Jim. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, ter- terrible thing. And we know, yeah, no no mystery around Rebecca Vardy. With no. to all is, that this. Like a, is that a mysterious girl reference? Well, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned the 90s. I thought, okay, there's my cue. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yes, and poor old Peter had to come out on Twitter and sort of defend himself, which he did ineffectively, I would say. But anyway, back to um, the, the, the chat. As soon as I started hearing... Euro 2016, Roy Hodgson's name was mentioned. I thought, right, here we go. Yeah. This is this is what I came for. That's Marcus Speller's music. <laughs> <laughs> Come bounding down the aisle like Vince McMahon. Oh. Who's in talking a, about Roy? In an Umbro England tracksuit. Al just perched. Roy just perched in the fucking rafters, looking around, looking for a little, looking for a little mouse. Absolutely, absolutely. Not Peter Andre. No, no, not him. <laughs> Oh, he's gone. He's gone. <laughs> oh, b- <laughs> Naughty. Oh, oh, my goodness. So, yes, uh, uh, Roy Hodgson was um, concerned by uh, Rebe- Rebecca Vardy's son column, um, which I think, you know, w- so, so wouldn't, the, wouldn't we all be? Yeah, so the, talk, <laughs> the talk being that, like, the talk being that, like, Wayne was asked to sit down with Jamie to yes. say, can you ask... Yeah, Rebecca to stop doing this stuff. That's what's been reported well, in the Metro. Yeah. This has all been reported, yeah. So, she, the, the, and the, the, what was also reported that was Rebecca Vardy was FaceTiming Jamie Vardy so much during this this time, and it's alleged she was doing this to get tidbits to put in her column. Yeah, yeah. Um, that uh, I think I can't. It, it was um, you know some of the players were suggesting like you know is she going to be in the team or something? You know, she seemed to be so ever present. Yeah. Without being physically there uh, in the in the camp. So you're right. Hodgson said, mm, "Hang on," and being you know the responsible manager that he is, he asked one of his players to do it. Um, <laughs> he really uh, was captain though. Yeah, he was captain. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Hodgson was probably having a game they of drafts. Could have done that with, together, with, couldn't they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hodgson's genuine dereliction of duty from Roy there. Hodgson's getting stuck into his latest Philip Roth. He's like, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not involved with this. Hodgson's re- genuinely reading in Agatha Christie. But the funny thing about it was the Metro reporting this morning that like, so Wayne says he 100% sat down with Jamie and spoke to him and Jamie said it never happened. Mm. And Wayne Rooney, it was reported that Wayne Rooney had a coffee and Jamie Vardy had a red ball. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. it's just mm. anyone who's been to a Ramble Live show, we did about 20 minutes on Jamie Vardy yeah. and red ball. So we I'm did. so pleased yeah, yeah, yeah. that that's made it in there as well absolutely yeah well uh, Wayne Rooney also said that he'd been totally unaware of his wife's sting operation to find the leaker from her private Instagram which is of course what this is all about uh, and he said me sitting in this courtroom is the first time I'm hearing almost everything on this case bearing in mind his wife is you know <laughs> yeah. uh, this week is really the first time I've had any understanding of what happened yeah <laughs> Colleen Rooney herself said that she's baffled by the whole Wagatha Christie thing. It's like, guys, this yeah. is the best thing that's happened in this country in years. Yes. It's about you. Yeah. Why don't you get it? I You're know. missing out on so much. Well, I, I would have called it. I would have called it the Rune Rendell. It's, uh, it's, uh, in case if I would have had my it's, way. It's so. Um, it's so. Um, Marina, I'd called it Wagnerock. <laughs> Good. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot to be, get involved with. It's so on brand for Rooney, who I do really like, mm. and who you know, I mean. <laughs> I don't have a can for this respectfully, so I think I'm just going to say it. Who does now look like a haunted Santa in a in a in a, in a kind of you know disgusting fairy tale? It's a, it's um, a whaler for me. Yeah, yeah. Didn't yeah. Mean to say disgusting okay, fairy tale. Just a fairy tale. Yeah. Like a, like a disturbing fairy tale. I mean, mm. but but the thing That's is, even worse. if you've seen if you've seen um, the Rooney documentary, which is actually very good, and Marcus is going to undermine my point here, but just by laughing all the way through it. But there's a bit where they're having their house built mm. and Colleen's doing all of it. She's got the high vis on, she's got the helmet oh. on. And Wayne Rooney at one point just looks at the camera and says, um, 
oh, as long as I get a snooker room, I don't really care mm. kind of thing. And he, he really just does want a quiet life. Oh, yeah. Like, he just yeah. wants to go for his life doing this. He likes being a coach. Mm-hmm. He likes doing this. He, likes mm-hmm. that. he loves his kids and all the rest of it. Yeah. He doesn't want any of this to happen. No. And I think it's a measure of the man that he's turning up and supporting his wife every yeah. day, carrying her bag. Yeah. You know, he obviously could sort his tie out. That would be good. But the fact that he said that, I actually yeah. find very it's endearing. Brilliant. It's yeah. brilliant. I know what you're saying when he, he just wants a quiet life. Well, don't be England and Manchester United's top scorers of all time then. <laughs> well, he can't help that he's no, good at that. No, no, yeah, he's clearly from, fair. he's clearly, he, he clearly has the vibe of someone who was in, I don't know, like a 50s or 60s footballer who the only people know what he gets up to in his local personal pub, life yeah. is in the yeah, local yeah. pub kind yeah. of thing. And also, know? I mean, Colleen Rooney as well has been famous since she was 16 and essentially just had her private life just in the papers constantly and it's just like the pair of them must be absolutely sick of it so I have a lot of sympathy for them as funny as it all is mm. yeah I mean it's a great story though and it is funny uh, we should it's, say it's um, yeah I, I mean I found myself this morning I'm not really the kind of person who kind of gets involved in like celebrity gossip and stuff but this morning I was, uh, someone posted on Twitter a massive mm. um, transcript of Rebecca Vardy's WhatsApp conversation with her agent. I couldn't stop reading it. Stunning. Yeah. And Rebecca Vardy was asked if something else was in Davy Jones's locker oh, earlier yeah. in the trial. She turned to the judge and said, I don't know who that is. Who is Davy Jones? <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, we don't know. Played left um, back for Southampton. It did. Um, and sometimes presents on Sky Sports. But uh, <laughs> yeah, tonight, everybody yeah. is. He's uh, the main host. Give him a bit more respect than that. Well, yeah. Well, we all know who the main host is, guys. We all know who the main <laughs> host is before the dark forces ejected him. Oh, oh. I thought you were going to say cheers, Jeff. <laughs> cheers, yeah, Jeff. Blimey. Yeah. Um, tonight, everybody, it's the Europa League final. Mm. It's in Sevilla, or Seville, as us people call it. Um, Rangers, us people. Us Rangers are hunting for their what, first... Brexit voters? <laughs> Rangers are in the hunt for their first European trophy since 1972. Yes. Um, there's 100,000 Rangers fans um, who are expected to arrive in Seville. Good luck to you, um, civilians. Um, uh, th- th- that's not what they're called. But yes, it's probably I, I, quite good if they were, though. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a yeah. waste if they're not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Rangers fans are the people, they're the civilians. Match made in heaven. <laughs> uh, we shall see. But over 100 portable toilets. <laughs> I can't wait to see how you're going to navigate all this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is going to be great. <laughs> There's a hundred, over 100 portable toilets have been installed across the city. Now, if you've ever been to Sevilla, it's one of the most stunning and beautiful cities you can ever go to. At, at time of recording. At time of recording, yeah. <laughs> I... Yeah, it, th- that city has been has looked like that for many, many years. Can I just say, sorry to cut in, yeah. I've never seen so many prominent people in football <laughs> pleading for people not to fight. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, mean, I, I understand the reputation of fans. I, understand, I, I'm not, I don't want to cast an entire anyone with a with And sadly, brush. you know, we're England fans and we know... Yeah, of course, fans, absolutely. You know, but, yeah, but, yeah. but to me, I, just, I was sitting there this morning on Sky Sport, watching Sky Sport News thinking, there's so much, yeah. uh, there's so much pleading going yeah. on. <laughs> Graham Soonis as well. Like yeah. you, we all know what he's capable he's of. He's the last in a person. Ruck. Yeah, yeah, but even he's going. Look, just come on. When you say those toilets are portable, yeah. does that mean potential projectile? Like how? <laughs> yeah, I, I think. Uh, yeah, what, what, that they can be removed to, to restore Seville to its, its former beauty. Yeah, like, but that's the. You don't know who's removing them. Uh, you know, hopefully, that, trained they, professionals. Yeah, Jim, I, I would hope. Um, but the, but I they think they're need, dangerous. They need Soonis out there with like a megaphone. Yeah. Just in case. How big is it? There's 100,000 of them. Yeah. How but... big is a megaphone going to be? He's gonna, that's a lot of work for Graham. He's almost 70. <laughs> I don't think 100,000 are, 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 are a particular way. No, I, just, I don't think Graham wants the job. Okay. Although, uh, does anyone know if McCoist's got a ticket? Oh, no. Old Ali was was on... Uh, I Ali... will eat my hat if Ali McCoist isn't there. <laughs> yeah. 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 He was, <laughs> Ali McCoist was... will be there. He'll come on. He was on the, <laughs> he was on the radio saying, I haven't got a ticket. 
No, he'll, he'll, he'll but surely the, the get thing, there. I'll tell you what, we got gold dust, those two. To, to make a semi-serious point here, so Rangers, Rangers, um, the story of Rangers' journey to the final yeah. has really been... It's been phenomenal. Uh, they've had, of course it has, and they've had, they've had great results. But it's really been the cauldron-like atmosphere of Ibrox. Right? It's yeah. been a huge part of it. And their best chance against an nine-track Frankfurt team, who I think, you know, cars on the table, people can... People can berate me for this later mm-hmm. uh, if they want to. I think Eintracht Frankfurt are a better team than Rangers, right? Mm-hmm. So Rangers' best hope, I think, is to is to try and build that cauldron-like atmosphere in yeah. the stadium well, in Seville. Well, there's of them. Quite, but obviously I haven't got tickets, but I understand why they want to try and build that. Mm. Me saying that Rangers aren't as good as Eintracht Frankfurt shouldn't be seen as an insult anywhere because Rangers aren't as good as a lot of teams they've beaten. Yeah, they're and, they're the, yeah and they're still in the final. Oh, so They know how to beat the German sides, though, don't they? But mm. they... But they, but they has it not been, and I've not got the results in front of me, but is it not the case that they've been able to do that by really leveraging their home form? Ah, true. Something but, they're not going to get here. But you could say the same about Eintracht Frankfurt. Yeah, but they probably. beat Dortmund in Dortmund, though. Well, Frankfurt mm. yeah, similarly true. create a huge atmosphere. And yeah. it's going to be genuinely cold. I'll tell you light. something. Brilliant in terms of attendance, you know, because sometimes when um, these finals happen, you get uh, a, a, a team who you know take a lot of fans away and, then, and some sides who don't have maybe uh, a huge travelling support or they didn't maybe have the, the tradition of that. I mean, generally, obviously, the teams are well supported. But these two, very much is the case. I mean, we saw the Eintracht Frankfurt fans take over the new Camp that time. You know, it was slightly specialist circumstances. So it will be quite the atmosphere mm. yeah, in Seville. I mean, I, I, and it's just as well Rangers are playing German opponents as well because uh, I saw Jonathan Wilson tweeting out the temperature in Sevilla like yesterday afternoon. It was like 40 degrees. Oh, yeah. So, it gets um, really hot there, it right? re- I mean, my goodness, it's hot all year round pretty much there. But uh, yes, it, it can get very, very hot. So if they were playing like a Spanish or Italian side, you think... Ugh. So hopefully they'll um, be able to combat that. And I'd l- I would like to say that uh, the last time the teams met uh, was in the European Cup semi-final in 1960, where Eintracht Frankfurt beat Rangers 12-4 on aggregate. Yeah. Um, apparently they were so good they were applauded off the pitch. Yeah, I used to have a, um, a VHS video showing my age here that um, I saved up and got sent to me by putting um, vouchers from Smith's Crisps oh, yes. in the post, right? And it's called The Greatest Moments of World Soccer. Um, presented by Brian Robson. It was presented by Brian Robson. What a great memory. No, I had the same one. Yeah, and, and in that they they go into a bit of a deep dive. Wasn't about... he charismatic? No, he's awful. <laughs> Absolutely fucking terrible. And um, they they go into great detail about the final of that year, which they were beaten by Real Madrid seven three, that great Real Madrid side. Yes, of course. That was Eintracht Frank- yeah, Eintracht Frankfurt were an incredible team then. They looked so good then. Um, just reminded me of that anyway. Obviously, a long time ago. I'm not old enough to remember it. But um, no, I appreciate incredible that. part of uh, European football history. But they've been great, Eintracht Frankfurt this whole this whole season. I think both sides of uh, that. And this is this yeah. is why I think this, and I'm sure this is what UEFA wanted from this tournament is for sides like Rangers, you know, very well supported because. Tradition and history, blah blah blah, and I should with huge supporters. He's making the most of it, getting to the mm. final and providing a great spectacle. You do sense as well that both of those fans are sets of fans are going to be very, very aware of what we've spoken about mm. uh, in terms of how good they are at creating an atmosphere at home, and they are going to be. It's going to the match is going to be between the two sets of fans as much as anything else. Vocally, we hope. Yes, um, good to specify. Yes, and it's I, I cannot wait to see how this plays out. There's a there's a tifo involved, isn't there? Yes, there is. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the Frankfurt fans, yeah, apparently they need seven trucks to transport it. Seven trucks? Yeah. The, the TIFO culture Frankfurt is something that I think we, is we need not... to get involved with a bit more. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a long old journey, that. But I think I think we said this about the, the, the semi-final between West Ham and Frankfurt, Eintracht Frankfurt, in that it, we felt it was a bit of a 50-50 game. Now, it, the way it panned, it panned out, it was, 
you know, just sending off and so on. Blah, blah, blah. But I drive Frankfurt handled the occasion much better. Yeah, yeah, they That's did. The different. But it, but it was it was. It, whereas with Rangers, they were very much the underdog against RB Leipzig, and you kind of think to yourself, well, if they'd have lost that game, depending on how it sort of pans out, you think, you know what, guys, you've you've had an amazing run, but you've just been beaten by a side who are. Uh, really, uh, it, for all intents and purposes, a sort of a Champions League side who are, who are knocking on the door of the top three and four. On, yeah. on, or, or they are in the top th- uh, four, I think, in Germany uh, as well. But the other game, it was like, you've got a chance here to, 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 to grab this. And obviously, Eintracht were the ones that did. It's the same in the final here. Is that um, I remember when Fulham were against Atletico Madrid in the mm. Europa League final, of course. I'm sure a lot of people well, They do. dropped down from the Champions League, didn't they? Which is, I thought was really a real shame. Well, exactly. But up front, it was, you know, Diego Forland and. Yeah. Uh, and you know, all these sort of players that, that, that you would still remember. Fulham were clearly underdogs. The Fulham story was the fact they got to the final. Right, see what you can do, mm-hmm. lads. Yeah. How long can you keep them going for? And they nearly got it to penalties, which I think they probably still would have been beaten. But still, you know, what, what a story. Was This is different. This is, you have a chance here. And it's the same for both sides. I look at this, I, I think it's pretty 50-50. Yeah. If I'm honest, I'm going to stick my neck out. I think Rangers will do it. I you think, reckon? I think Eintracht Frankfurt will, will make the early running, but one thing that Rangers have been pretty good at is is, is soaking it up, trying to hit yeah. on the break and getting that man Tavernier at the back post to stick yeah. one in. You know? yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I, I think... Their mentality's been hugely impressive, isn't it? I don't think yeah. they're going to be overawed by this situation. It's, it's yeah. interesting. It's probably the only way, with respect, the only way you probably would compare... Rangers and Real Madrid. So they both teams feel like in Europe this season. I don't really know when they're beaten. Mm. Rangers have definitely got that feel about them. They never, they, and that might make the big difference. And it may well make the big difference for Real Madrid in the Champions League final mm. as well. Yeah, but an intriguing tie, and it's happening tonight. I, I can't wait to watch it. it. I'll definitely yeah. be watching it. Yes, um, for to see a lot of sweaty football fans uh, is, is singing it, their hearts out. Is it too late for us to get a late flight over there? <laughs> I, do, do, I, what, is, is it some sort of McCoy's plea? Because if it is, you've timed it dreadfully. <laughs> I tell you what, if someone said to me right now, you can go and watch that game tonight with Ali McCoy. Uh, you find even, a way. Absolutely. They wouldn't even get to the end of the sentence. I'll be gone. You'd stow away on one of those uh, uh, no, Eintracht trucks. I would purchase a ticket for a commercial flight. Right, okay. And I would fly to Seville. Okay. Yeah. I'd right. probably actually be pretty well expensive now, wouldn't it? Yeah, indeed, yeah. yeah. And you'd have you'd have a, an orange off a tree when you arrived. If it was legal, I would do that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I assume it is. But well, anyway. You're speaking like a man who's actually been spending all his time in Seville doing that. Uh, I was tempted. I didn't actually take one of the oranges because uh, I brought my own, foolishly. Um, <laughs> I prefer them from Valencia, he's, if I'm honest, Jim. Jim. He's gone. <laughs> yeah, he has. Just wrap it up, he's wrap gone. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the Acast Creator Network, everybody. Uh, thank you very much, Luke Moore. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Jim Campbell. You're welcome. Thank you, everybody. See you soon. The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. 